you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer this is affordable interior design the podcast here's your host betsy helmet hello everybody i really appreciate your patience as i balance this uh overwhelming new role that i find myself in of mother to a newborn uh, with my other previous roles of mother to two tweens and owner of a business and wife and, and, and the list goes on and on. Uh, it's been difficult, mostly because I'm doing everything around an erratic nap schedule and also because I just don't want to miss a minute of this little baby's life. So it's been very hard to tear myself away from her to get anything really done in a efficient way. Uh, that is why there was not an episode last week. And I apologize because I just couldn't bear to put her down or let her go. And that means that you would have heard a lot of gurgling and cooing as she sat on my lap and I recorded an episode, which I just didn't feel was appropriate, even though it'll probably come to that one of these days. At any rate, she's now currently downstairs with my 11-year-old being quote-unquote babysat. In other words, my 11-year-old has her on the floor, is talking to her every now and again, and is hopefully not playing Roblox at the same time. All right. Uh, I hope that you guys are having a great start to 2024. I consider the whole month of January a time for reflection. I find doing it just on the 31st or just on the 1st way too limiting. Uh, and by limiting, I mean that I usually can't get around to making that time work out or to getting enough time for reflection during that 48-hour period. I like to use the whole month and kind of think and reset. It's just an opportunity for reflection and it gives me more time to scan the past year and look forward to the new one. Uh, so one thing I was thinking about as I've been nap trapped underneath my sweet little three-month-old baby, just sitting there rocking back and forth and thinking about existential things, is that, you know, in the past, for the past 44 years of my life, I've been quite motivated to make things happen, to make big changes, to determine my life's course, to decide where I want to go and then get there over the course of the year. And what if I decided, you know, which I briefly mentioned last episode, 
to let these changes in my life change me rather than constantly thinking, how can I change my life? This year, I'm thinking, how can my life change me? How can I sit back, relax? I've put my attentions out there. I've worked hard to get where I am. Can I just ride that wave and see where things take me for 365 days? Wouldn't that be interesting? Could I just follow my curiosity, my natural inclinations, what's lighting me up and turning me on versus slogging and slotting along towards a goal of my own making? Could I just kind of coast in the direction I've already set for myself? So that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'll be doing as I navigate life with a newborn and um, figure out what that looks like. Because unlike with my other children where I really needed to get back to work. I understand it's from a place of privilege where I can balance work or kind of decide how much I work. But it also means that I'm having to figure it out. Whereas before it was clear, like give your baby to the nanny and get back to work. And now it's like, I don't want a nanny. I I don't want her to go to daycare. But what does that mean? Because I do have to work and want to work. So I, uh, again, appreciate you guys going on this journey with me while I'll explore what work looks like and what, what my natural inclinations look like. But one thing I'm working really hard on that I'm super excited about is my book. Guys, I am almost done with the submission packet and soon I will be sending this out to agents and I am really, really proud of it. So I hope that I'll have some good news in this next 365 days, letting you know that I've gotten a book deal and sharing this very special project with you. I worked two hours on it today, two hours on it yesterday. My baby takes a three-hour nap in the middle of the day and it's this very coveted time of quiet typically. It's typically guaranteed um, time for me to get something done that's important. And I have decided that this book is really of the utmost importance and I'm having so much fun bringing it to life. All right. This episode is a part two of our trends topic, right? Because we're talking about the trends for 2024. While I don't live my life by the trends, It is really fun to indulge in a couple of splurges or for me to share my feelings about what I'm seeing out in the world that I like or don't like because stores like HomeGoods, TJ Maxx, uh, HomeSense, CB2, West Elm, these stores are typically overrun with trendy goods and some of them I love and some of them are real problems. Let's dig right in. Without further ado for Trends Part 2, something that's very popular this year are going to be peach tones and apricot tones. Now we're thinking kind of warm, barely pink, mostly yellow, kind of creamy colors. Uh, And it can go as far as like a putty type tone, right? For thinking silly putty, that kind of pink with undertones of brown and again, some warmth. Uh, And the thing I love about peach, whether it's a wall color, an upholstery color, I love the fact that it really casts a beautiful pallor on skin. So that kind of warm, 
pastel hue is very fetching and can make you look really beautiful when you're actually in a room that features a lot of that color. The thing I don't love about the color is that I feel like it's been around for a while. Even as many as five years ago, I was seeing these super pale peaches, these very um, muddy blushes. And I just feel like we've been there, done that. I'm personally a little bit over it. Uh, but that's just my point of view. And like I say, if you're tempted to do something, maybe have it be paint because that could really be something that doesn't feel quite so trendy and might, you know, give you that beautiful glow we were talking about. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. The other thing that's really popular that I can definitely get on board with are Victorian details. Uh, you guys know from my home search a year and a half ago, I was looking for and hoping for a Victorian house. I just love all the carvings, the decorative moldings. I love the chevron pattern of the floors. I love that ornate maximalist furniture. I love curio cabinets and heavy drapes. These are just things that are so exciting. I love a good floral. These are things that I was hoping to find in a house. And certainly they can feel a little bit uh, cluttery. They can feel a little bit heavy and old-fashioned. But when mixed with fresh colors or when done in a more minimalist type way, or even mixed with, say, mid-century modern, like we talked about on the last episode, Victorian-type details can feel really fresh and can feel very unique and special. And I love that. You know, sometimes this furniture can look so mass-produced, especially the more simplistic types of furniture, especially when they're affordable. It can look like just another Parsons chair or just another standard table. So when you do have something with intricate details, it really feels otherworldly these days. And I definitely appreciate that. 
this next trend, I'm not sure I'm on board. Textured walls. Now we have been there, we have done that, and it is so hard to get rid of texture on walls. You know, whether you're trying to replicate Venetian plaster, whether you're doing some kind of faux suede technique, whether you're trying to achieve just a stippling. I am not a fan of the textured walls. It looks like you're trying to cover something up. It looks like there's a blemishes or imperfections that you're trying to coat over or it's too trendy. And unlike wall paint or unlike heavy drapes, you can't easily change this stuff. Once you have texture on your walls, you're going to have to sand it off. You're going to have to re-skim coat. It's going to be an expensive and labor-intensive endeavor, which is why I can't ever imagine getting on board with textured walls anytime soon. The next thing that is said to be a big trend is ruffled pillows. So pillows that have sort of a ruffled edge with puckers of fabric that go all around the perimeter of the pillow. I was just watching The Crown last night and Princess Diana's couch was strewn with ruffled pillows. Now, of course, this was set in the late 80s, early 90s. And that's what ruffled pillows make me think of. Ew, I am not a fan. I do not think that pillows need ruffles. Let's not go back to this old fad. I love a good tassel. I am particularly fond of piping, but a ruffle... It feels Laura Ashley. It feels grandma's house. It is not speaking to me. Uh, it's not a detail I'm going to be looking for when recommending pillows to my clients. So there we go, guys. That is installment number two of our trends episodes. I'll be back with you next week with installment number three. Of course, I'll have more ruminations on the new year and a whole new set of trends, so you won't want to miss it. And then in February, we're going to get back to your listener questions. If you have a question you've been dying to ask while I'm away, go ahead and head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast. There you'll see a button where you can submit a question to me, and I'll be sure to answer it on an upcoming episode. Until next time, everyone. Bye. You've asked for it, and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S. 
links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out. Follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.